Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 106 in Edmonton. Man, oh, man. Uh, Do we ever get a lot of response uh, to some of the texts uh, that we had in the show? It's 106 here. Our number two of Oilers now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, and that is Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Momentarily, uh, we'll head off to our headliner today, Louis DeBrusque, for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Uh, Louis just getting off the ice from uh, Oilers uh, Hockey School. Uh, and I... Uh, so I just... I, I do want to get into a couple texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, 780-496-0063. And this text comes in saying, I'm amazed at how many people have uh, audio into all of Ken Holland's negotiations. Uh, Smitty says, uh, drop this caller. <laughs> Callan Spruce Grove says, who are some of these guys? Uh and again, others are saying, "Hey, Bob, that last caller was an excellent, uh, an excellent uh, uh, one." Brad says, "Bob, listen to the fans, man. You're paid to defend and sell Oilers moves. Bad move for uh, uh, Ken Holland." Well, I disagree. I think Hyman can help the team. He's a stone cold top six forward for the Oilers, and we're sitting here in July. Having a conversation about this. I think Duncan Keith can help the team. I'm disappointed Adam Larson didn't stay. I'm a little surprised Adam didn't stay. But it's his prerogative, and we don't know what goes into the decision. Um, It is funny how people seem to want to dismiss uh, issues like family. And, and, I mean, the guy went through a personal tragedy in Edmonton. Maybe he just wanted a fresh start. Maybe it's not about the weather, not about the tax. Maybe it's just, you know what, It's, it's better for him to move on. Has anybody thought of that? Right? That said, it looked like he was going to be back at one point. We don't know what sort of transpires all the time. But there are a lot of you that seem to know what happens uh, with with the GM conversations. 
Oilers 12th and 11th. Like Ken Holland came in. Nobody had the Oilers making the playoffs each of the last two years at the start of the year. A lot of the experts, I think most of the TSN guys had Edmonton around 5th or 6th. Did they underwhelm in the playoffs? 100% they underwhelmed in the playoffs both years. All right, uh, we will head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. From NHL Hockey and Rogers, we welcome back to the show, Louis DeBrusque. Louis, how are you doing? Hey, Bob, how are you doing? I'm doing well today. Good. You've been at this a long time. Mark Spector brought up about four or five different, you know, variables that might have gone into the decision for um, Adam Larson. I'll be honest, I thought Adam Larson was going to re-sign back in, like, May. It didn't happen. It's his prerogative and his choice. How, you know, how difficult do you think it'd be for a player to play in a market where your dad flew 30 hours into town and then suffered uh, a heart attack and passed away in that city? I can only imagine it had to be extremely difficult for him. No question about that. But, you know, when I look at it, Bob, I look at it as a situation from a player's perspective, being on myself formally, it was his opportunity to test the market in free agency. It was his opportunity to go somewhere that he chose to go. He didn't choose to go to the New Jersey Devils. He didn't choose to go to the Edmonton Oilers. It was his first decision that he made to choose where he went. And you have to... You know, you have to give them that right. That's 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 part of being a player in the league is paying your dues, playing, and then if you feel it's time for you to move on for whatever reason, he certainly had a lot of reasons, there's no question, then that's his choice. And from his perspective, it was his first opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to you know, control my destiny here a little bit. It sucks for the Oilers. It's a big loss. It certainly is. He had a terrific year last year. I thought he rebounded from a subpar year the year before and really started to play the way that we all know that he can play. But as you mentioned previously, the situation and things that he had dealt with in the last couple of years were very, very difficult. And uh, I commend him for for men and up and being the player that he was last year because he was a real solid performer. Um, on the flip side of it, from management, you know, listen, uh, obviously a player they wanted to have signed back, they wanted yep. to bring him back into the mix because of that. It didn't pan out. Um, and you and I have talked about this in the past. I think you're going to start to see general managers start to ink these deals earlier to players to not even give them the chance to get into this time of the year where they start to test other options. Uh, we've seen this happen a lot where players get into the offseason season and now the, the door opens up for teams to negotiate to talk to sway a, a, a player and you know what obviously he was swayed and i wish him nothing but the best he's Me a good too. human being he was a warrior for edmonton and uh you know what uh, i'm sure he's going to do very fine in seattle but now edmonton has to try and find a replacement for somebody that plays a good amount of minutes and plays a very hard-nosed defensive style game well it's funny because brendan asked me after ken holland's quote we're joined by louis debrus from nhl hockey and rogers what makes sense as a replacement and you know some people say well they can bring in Tyson Berry but he's a completely different player Darren Drager has reported that Edmonton might have interest in Rasmus Ristolainen um, you know in a, in a pipe dream I look at a guy like Colton Pareko shut down guy for St. Louis with Jay Bomeister when they won the cup a year left in his deal what direction are the Blues going don't know maybe that's a guy you could acquire during the season 
and then I brought up Josh Manson from Anaheim. And somebody said, well, I like Josh Manson. And I like somebody, Josh Manson a lot. yeah, Louis, somebody said to me, they go, oh, come on, you can't go. Manson isn't close to Larson. And I'm like, wait a sec. Three years ago with Josh Manson had seven goals, 37 points, plus 34. Adam Larson wasn't close to Josh Manson. Yeah, so no, I disagree. I think there's a lot of game in Manson's game. I, I play with his dad. He's got a little bit of that temperament that, uh, that Charlie had, that Dave had, and there's yep. no question, a shorter fuse, he's a big body, it would be that muscle and toughness you like to see. Won't be an easy draw away from the Anaheim Ducks, but you know, he's had some injuries, had some trying years, and in a regrouping um, type of uh, span for the Anaheim Ducks. Listen, they're they're in a rebuild, so I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to systematically bring young guys in, which is always an adjustment, especially for the back end, for the goalies, they seem to take the brunt of that. And but I I I'm with you, Bob. I think there's a real upside there with Josh Manson, especially that other dimension that he brings that just is so rare in the game now, and that's that energy, that tenaciousness, and just the nastiness that hard to play against. All right, so I'm also going to talk about Ristolainen, and here's why. Yep. We had a lot of people. Ah, you can't. He's terrible. He's on Buffalo. They're terrible. Well, Taylor Hall didn't look too good in uh, <laughs> Buffalo. Hey, you sound a little bit like Rick Jenner out there. Yeah, and, of Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, and and so Taylor didn't look too good, and so going into the trade deadline, I was kind of like, well, you know. Somebody is going to get a player here that's got a chance to take another step forward. You watched, first of all, I know you watched Buffalo and Boston a lot. Uh, I just want to read uh, Yoni uh, Niemann, who's a Finnish based writer, just uh, has sent a message. Thank you for telling people on your show that R- Rasmus Ristolainen is a good defenseman on a bad team. He'd look really good in Colorado. <laughs> that's. <laughs> You know, that's kind of how it works. I mean, Ryan McDonough was a sliding value player with the Rangers, goes to Tampa, gets slotted in the right role, doesn't have to play quite as many minutes, looks pretty damn good. Ristolainen plays a ton in Buffalo in every situation. They're a bad club. Lots of guys look bad in Buffalo. Is That That was a nasty year this year, it was. Yeah, and the COVID situation... You saw with Hall, he, I mean, and, and it's not yeah. like he took Jake's spot because he didn't because they were already playing Jake further down at that point. But Hall looked pretty good in Boston once he got out of Buffalo. You know what I'm yeah. saying, Lou Dog? Yeah. Rejuvenated, you know, just a different breath of fresh air, a more veteran team, a more established core. Totally different situation. It really was. And I do think that Buffalo had a better team than what they um, showed. There's no question about that. But back to Ristolainen, I agree. I, I, you know, listen, there's a risk factor there with Ristolainen in his game at times, but he's a huge body. He's a big guy, isn't afraid to play a physical brand of hockey. He's punishing with his hits and has a ton of skill. There's, there's, there's a big, big upside there. Um, and that's why you're going to see general managers take gambles on players like him because they say, listen, he's in that situation there. It's just not going well. You go to a new location, a new environment, a new system, the new head coach, new players you're playing with with just a different breath of fresh air, and you take off. And it's happened a lot. It's happened a lot in this league. I mean, the list goes on of players you could talk about that have done that throughout their careers. It's very rare for a player to stay with their, the one team throughout their entire career. So we see it happen all the time. Change is difficult, but change can be very good as well. And you know what? Listen, that's, you know, for, for Rista Lane and 
Ristolainen. I know that he's a player that uh, right-handed shot. Like I said, he's bigger than people think he is, and I agree with you again. I can't disagree with you. I did watch him a lot, and there's a player there, a real good player. Well, another guy that you watch too much, well, maybe not, because Boston won when it mattered with Zach Hyman. And yeah. uh, this has led to, you know, people – we have a, the funny thing is with Zach Hyman is he's got great analytics. All right, so that community now they're worried about the term length on Zach Hyman. Uh, Rightfully so. And you term. know what? I, we've talked about him before, and but this is the price you have to pay. And this is going back to, to Speck's article, which I think was a great read and a great job by Speck. I thought he broke it down really well and was very blunt and honest about it. You know, you're going to have to overpay for these types of free agents. You just are. And Edmonton's not the first team to do this, by the way. Every single team does this when they really want that's somebody not, in the Louis, that's not true. Edmonton's, Edmonton's the first team to do it. That's not true, Louis. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Jeez. And here's the thing. Obviously, they have designated him as an ingredient they need. They need his type of performance, his type of game. And if you look at the stats, listen, is a 30-goal score not worth – just over $5 million in this league. Well, I'm not sure exactly what the numbers are. I just got off the ice at the Oilers Hockey School, which was amazing to be back on the ice, by the way, Bob. Real uh, breath of fresh air to see the kids smiling and working hard again. I haven't been on the ice in that capacity in a long time, but uh, I think I might have got more out of it than they did, but it was fun to be out there. But, you know, listen, if it's just over $5 million average, I know it's going to be a long term, which, you know, you're always leery about, but this guy brings it. This guy brings a dimension in a game that, He's a very unique player in the league. There's not a lot of players like Zach Hyman. I think what Edmonton fans are going to realize when they watch him a lot is the fact that he's going to be involved in a lot of facets of the game, in a lot of different places. And he's going to take some of the pressures off the top two guys. He's going to do a lot of the work. He's a a workhorse out there. And I have no doubt in my mind he's a 30-goal scorer. So, you know, it's funny because people say, well, you know, those deals, Clarkson, Lucic, Oposo, um, you know, those deals didn't work. Those, you know, and they ended up becoming boat anchors. To no. t- and, and I look at Hyman, he's a completely different type of player than those yep, guys. I agree. He's a different type of player because I'll tell you why. He's a worker bee grinder first. He puts that hard hat on every game. That's the first and foremost thing that he does. And then he creates his skill. Let's put it this way. I'll even tell you, he's similar to a bigger Gallagher to a certain degree. The tenaciousness around the net, the way he drives in there, the way he bangs in goals around the net, close to it, the way he hounds pucks, the way he finishes checks. You know, listen, he's he's dogged. And this is what I'll say. Duncan Keith makes the Edmonton Oilers better. No question about it. That's my opinion. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change it. hundred percent I believe in that. He makes them better. Period. Zach Hyman makes them better too. Period. Now, if if you're gonna if you're gonna sit here and start crunching numbers and saying I can't believe it's this much that much, you have to pay for good players in this league to make your team better. Their team's gotten better in both of those transactions. That's my opinion. We'll see if it's, once uh, it gets officially consummated that, with Hyman. Yeah. We know that we know in theory the deal for the actual contract. Yes. They, they've they've got yeah. the sort of structure of the contract of the deal in place. Yes. So either the orders get them in free agency or Cal Dubas, you know. And We're Ken Holland broke a lot of order now, but but it sounds like it's going to get done. And yeah. well, I've talked about it. I, I really like Zach Hyman as a player. Like he's one of those guys that every team I think wants to have on their team. They want to have a guy that's big enough to grind the way he does. 
I don't want to say a poor man's, but similar to Marion Hosa the way he played. Now, Marion Hosa was an elite skill, no question about it, that had a grinder's mentality. What about Kunitz? Never won a sulky is incredible. Very good comparison, I think, yes. You know, Chris Kunitz was one of those guys that had a real hard no I mean, he was very physical. He'd pop guys with a big open ice hit, bang in a beautiful goal, toe drag someone, and then he'd jam one in from an inch. You know, it didn't matter. He'd score any single way. He didn't care, but was crucial in Stanley Cup wins both in Anaheim and Pittsburgh. So, um yeah, you know what? Listen, I we can beat this around as much as we want to. Time's going to tell for us, and I'm not going to change my opinion on it. They got better when this deal is solidified. They will become better again with Zach Hyman, and I think they got better under signing Duncan Keith or D- trading for Duncan. I'm going to read you a text and get you to respond to this. DT says, uh, I understand the concern about the term on contracts, but the sky is not falling. The pandemic prevented the cap from going up. By the time a uh, Hyman contract, by the time Hyman and speed starts to diminish, the cap will go up again. The off-season moves have just started. That's not panic now. Incidentally, Holland, because we had a texter before the break say Holland's painted himself in a corner with one trade. This is the first year that he's not dealing with the constraints of the former yeah. GM's mistakes. So there's a, there's a perspective. That's not panic now. I mean, they were on the hey, Oilers when well, they, they re-signed well, Devin Shore and fans were upset. I'll ask you a question, Bob. Do you think that the Tampa Bay Lightning are in a crunch right now to try and get under the cap? Uh, they're they're, they're, they're going to lose good players is what I'm saying. Yep. They've already lost Yanni Gord. They put him up. They could have lost Palat, Kalorn. I mean, Kalorn obviously stayed. They, they still got go work. they got to come down a lot. They've got work to do. What I'm saying is you'd rather have the assets and have to work to get rid of assets than not have the assets at all. You have to fill the cupboards with assets. You have to have players that can do the job. And unfortunately, you are going to have to pay to get those players, and that's just part of it. That's, you know, the, you know Zach Hyman's sitting there saying, listen, I've grinded for a long time. He's always kind of been behind a few guys that have gotten paid in Toronto. And I'm, I'm thinking Toronto's going to really realize how valuable he was to the team. They still have a chance yeah. to get it done. That's what I'm saying. Like, so we're, we're we're speaking a little out of turn here, but you know, I think it's going to get done. Obviously, where there's smoke, there's fire. I think it's something that we've talked about before. But yes, he's a valuable player. So what happens? Does it get? Does he get more money? Certainly. Is it longer term? Certainly. Is that a risk? Absolutely, it's a risk. But it's a risk that you have to take if you want to take the next step, and then you can deal with that afterwards. There's a short window here, Bob. There's a short window that's getting shorter every single year that Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl play in this league. It's getting shorter and shorter, and I, and I hate to put the emphasis, and it's you know we always resort back to that, but I'm sorry, it's the truth. You need to find a way to get it done with those two players in your organization. I think they They're can too good and too elite not to make it happen. So that's where Ken Holland's mindset is now. It is time. It is time to take that step, take the risk, and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I think they can upgrade the forwards from last year. I know Larson's going to hurt. We'll see how they work around not get not having Larson back. I'm with you on Keith, too. It amazes me that a guy that played the most minutes for the Chicago Blackhawks last year has been denigrated as much as he has by a large percentage of the fan base who evidently were watching every minute of Chicago Blackhawk games during the course of the season. Uh, because yeah, you, talk, you talk to players, and they're like, well, that makes sense. Yeah, Keith could help the Oilers. That totally makes sense. 
and in a more reduced role than he was playing in Chicago. The one area, Louie, I think it's thin is goaltending. Mike Smith is back. It might be Smith. It might be Smith and Koskinen. And it would only be Smith and Koskinen for another year because Miko's deal's up. I do think they could trade Koskinen, but they got to have a replacement that can play 35, 40, 45 games to split the duties with Smith. Give me your take on the goaltending situation. I agree. I think it's you know it's certainly a question mark. You, and again, we we beat this up before, and we've talked about this about uh, the fact that. Um, They've gotten it done two years with Smith and Koskinen as the goaltenders. They've gotten into the postseason. They were in a playoff spot when the, the season la- ended last year. They got into another playoff position this year in a unique divisional year. So it's it's been good enough to get the job done. Am I ultra-concerned about it? I'm not ultra-concerned about it, but it's certainly a concern and it's certainly an area that they're going to have to deal with and figure whether or not they want to take that chance again or they need to bolster that and get better, which is not going to be easy. So if they if they opened up the season with Koskinen and Smith, I don't think it's the end of the world, but we'll see what they do in the next little while here. Because I, I believe there's going to be some I, there's going to be some action here in the next little while. This is going to be yep. a busy offseason yep. starting now, and there's going to be a lot that happens, but if they can upgrade there, 100%, I think that's a crucial position they have to deal with. Louie, awesome stuff. Thanks for your time, my man. Okay, take care, Bob. That's Louie DeBrusque. I got to read this text. Haji, he's making me laugh today. Bob, how can Oilers fans assert that a player like Yanni Gord is exactly who the Oilers need to play with McDavid and then pull out the pitchforks and torches when it's reported that Holland is close to uh, acquiring Hyman for a seven- or eight-year deal in the $5 million range? Yanni Gord is signed for six years at $5.6 million, uh, $5.16 million. Bob, I hope OEG has a strong benefits package, including mental health coverage, as you will no doubt need years of therapy after a career dealing with us fans. Ah, Haji. Haji. Let me tell you, it's all about perspective. You know, I, in my past life, when I was trying to plant 2,500 trees a day at 14, 15 cents, so I could make my 300 bucks plus a day, some days I would see a woodpecker banging away at a tree and thinking, man, that really sucks. And then I realized the woodpecker would be looking down at me, humping trees around, trying to get to my 3,000 trees a day to make the money, going, man, that would really suck. This, this is awesome. Engaging, having fun with the conversation, being told why you're wrong, you know, and dealing with the passion. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Awesome stuff. We'll take a quick time out. We'll come back with the Oilers Now Prospect Report for our friends at Scott Arthur Millwork and Cabinetry. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We have all of our draft day coverage courtesy of Scott Arthur Millwork and Cabinetry coming up tomorrow with myself and Reed Wilkins and a cast of thousands, five to nine after obviously Oilers Now, noon to two, into the Oilers Now prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork and Cabinetry. A legacy of excellence. Make your new dream home or custom renovation a reality. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com. Here is Sam Cosentino from NHL. Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet on the overall depth of this year's draft. Yeah, I, I love the top 10, to probably stretch that to 12 players. And then for me, Reed, it's really wide open after that. And even with within that group of 10 or 12, if you happen to throw a goalie in there, there's going to be some really um, different opinions out there. I, I'm safe to say that those 12 names are going to be who they are, but holy smokes, like, you know, Luke Hughes, can he, he can just as easily go fourth as he could ninth. Kent Johnson, who's an unbelievable talent, 101 points in the BCHL two years ago. He could easily go four, five, down to ten. So, you know, Dylan Gunther's the same sort of thing. You know, I've seen his his name as high as three and, and as low as nine or ten. So it is really varied there. But you're looking at probably at that three spot, a guy like Simon Edmondson, big six four D out of Sweden. Um, you know, he's going to log a lot of minutes for you. Maybe some um, restrictions in terms of his offensive upside, but a guy who I think is going to be a, a top pairing guy for you down the road. Um, you know, obviously Dylan, we know what he can do. He just continues to add layers to his game and, and improve. And although the points weren't exactly what people thought at the under 18, I think he acquitted himself quite well there. In other areas of the game, uh, the penalty kill, for example, being one of those areas. Um, and you're looking at guys like Brant Clark, Luke Hughes. Um, it, it really starts to, to, to widen out at that point. But it's going to be fun. It'll be fun to watch for sure. All right. Well, we'll have it tomorrow, 5 to 9, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. It's 1.30 in Edmonton. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.